Our Father, our God, I just say thank you again. Thank you for Christ. He does all things well. Thank you for, uh, again, the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for uh, allowing us to come together just one more time. Uh, we so love you. We just so thank you uh, for all that you continue to do for, through, and with us. Now, Father, in these next few moments, I ask that you would be honored, uh, that you'd be praised uh, in everything that we say and do. We've done what we've uh, done, and we've attempted to be obedient to your Holy Spirit. Father, it's, it's on you now, and uh, we need and depend on you. Thank you. Be with us. In Christ's name, amen. As I shared, uh, we've been doing this since February of last year. What's this? The, uh, the systematic study of our march through uh, the, Paul's letter to the Romans. Uh, so we're approaching the close of the systematic study. Uh, this will be our third. I mean, we have three more after this, I believe. So today we want to begin at the 30th verse of the 15th chapter where we read, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by our Lord Jesus Christ, by the love of the Spirit, to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me. For you students of the Bible, uh, hopefully that's everybody's, uh, you know that in his letters Paul often requests prayer from those he's writing. This is not unique. 2 Corinthians 1.11, Ephesians 6.19, Colossians 4.3. 1 Thessalonians 5.25, 2 Thessalonians 3.1. So this passage is quite in character. However, as one theologian puts it, on this occasion, something, uh, something of what the collection uh, of the saints meant to the apostle comes through in a very impassioned exhortation to pray. I urge you, I implore you. Uh, okay, I get that. But he includes by our Lord Jesus Christ. By our Lord Jesus Christ. By our Lord Jesus Christ. You've heard me share before, I share now. There's a difference between saying our prayers and praying. Sometimes we just say our prayers. You know, as a kid, now I lay me down to sleep, pray the Lord my soul to keep. Or as we do as adults, rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub. Before we bury our face into whatever plate of foods before us. It's just an obligation. That's all, you know. There's a difference between saying prayers and praying. How do I know? If you've ever been in those spaces of life where, you know, again, I've likened it to that, that little red box, that little rectangle, in case of emergency, break glass. You know, and if you haven't been there yet, again, as my father would say, just keep living, son. Just, just keep living. You will get to those spaces in life. There will be an emergency and you need to break the glass. Paul isn't looking for a formal 
tepid, this is a quote now, uh, Paul is not looking for a formal and tepid prayer, but for a wholehearted involvement, which he describes in terms of conflict, conflict, to join me in my struggle. There is a very real struggle going on between the forces of good and evil, and a most significant part of that struggle is prayer, or the form of the battle is prayer. I mean, that's good right there with this theologian is, is sharing. The form of the battle is prayer. In prayer, there is achieved unity between the will of God and that of man, between human struggling and action and effective divine operation. In prayer, too, there is fulfilled the fellowship of conflict and destiny between man and man. In prayer, one man becomes a representative of the other so that there for there is here opened up the possibility of, the sta of standing in the breach for all and all for one, end quote. So what am I saying? I'm saying is that this, there is, there's something a whole lot bigger than Paul going on here. If you didn't know, let me just share you. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. See, a lot of times, you know, sometimes Sometimes it's, you know, Michael Jackson said, you know, it's the man in the mirror or the woman in the mirror. Sometimes it's that, but it's also we need to recognize that there are forces that are beyond our ability to wrap our minds around that are going on. And we're in that fight and we may not even recognize we're in that fight. You might just think that it's, uh, you know, the kid acting up, the boss getting on your case. Yeah, sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's the kid. And then sometimes there's forces going on that are much greater than what's going on, that, that what meets the eye. Um, so in this situation, like some situations in our life, Sister Jones, there are times when my prayer and fasting alone isn't enough. Pastor, you, what did you say? I just said what I said. Sometimes there are times in our lives where the singularity of prayer and fasting is not enough. I hate to burst your bubble because that's how we like to operate. You know, I'm the, I'm the captain of my fate. I'm the master of my soul. I, and, you know, and so when I, when I pray, I get to pray. Uh, our, our prayers often become wishes. You know, they're not prayers as much as they are wishes or, or <laughs> orders for, as I say, that, that, that burger with warm fries. You know, when you're in, when you're in a hotel, you know, you, you call room service. And what do you expect when you pick up the phone? You expect someone to answer. You expect someone to take your order down meticulously. And you expect your food to be delivered in 15 minutes or you're starting to say, where's the food? I know, you don't pray like that, I, 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 I hear you, I hear you. Um, remember, there are times we will never know the effect of the prayers of others. We may know and we may never know uh, of those that are praying for us. As I, 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 when, I, when, I ask you, when I ask you to pray for me, Aaron, I mean it with everything that's in me. I'm not, it's not a... Huh. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
It's not space filler. I'm not asking you to, you know, again, like I joke, but I don't joke. When we say, good morning, how you doing? Nobody wants to know how you're really doing. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Tell them how you're really doing and see them uh, do the moonwalk real fast. Oh, jeez, I didn't mean, oh, man. Their dog died, their kid's sick. Oh, jeez, now I gotta, I gotta go to work. When I ask you to pray for me, I mean it. I, I with everything in me, pray for me. Pray for me. And it's reciprocal. When you ask for prayer, I mean, I hope, I hope that's the context, that's the setting in which you are, the request is going forward. Pray for me. Because I take it seriously. I, I take it seriously. <laughs> Calvin, uh, and I, he's my friend, so I can, I can joke with him. He says, well, Pastor, I want you to pray for me about this, that, and the other. And I said, well, Calvin, you may not want me to pray for you. Because you may be praying with this expectation, and I'm praying, God, your will be done. And those expectations may not match up. So do you really want me to pray for you? Now, if you just want a few bucks for a loan, then I'll say, see Sister Meeks. But, 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 but if, you, if, if you want prayer, if you want prayer, um, and just as an aside, you just as you look at this one verse, you see the Trinity in there, the triunity that's God, uh, Lord Jesus Christ, love of the Spirit, praying to God for me. You just see Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Again, you never see you know neon lights, you know Trinity, Trinity right here, Trinity, Trinity, Trinity right there. Anyway. Verse 31, I know, it's geeky kind of thing. Uh, Pray that I may be kept safe from the unbelievers in Judea and that the contribution I take to Jerusalem may be favorably received by the Lord's people there so that I may come to you with joy by God's will and in your company be refreshed. Paul moves from the request to the substance of what he's asking. Pray I am kept safe from the unbelievers in Judea and that the purpose of my trip is accomplished. How many of you completed your homework assignment from last week? Show of hands. Be honest, you're in church. You're always in church. Catherine Green, that's the only person you all need to be beat. That's embarrassing. Okay, let's, let's, let's do over time. Grace, Grace, Acts 21. Read Acts 21. Read Acts 20 and 21. Read it. I've read it. I'm not asking you to read it so you can report back to me. I'm, Artemio, everything I'm saying I'm doing, it's for you. It's not for me. I, I can preach at home. A serious heart attack. I can do this at home. This is for you. This is for us. Acts 20, 21. Uh, Paul spoke to the elders uh, at Ephesus. And two things you'll read in the 20th chapter. He said, everywhere I go, two things are waiting for me. Two things that are waiting for me. Two things that are waiting for me. Two things are waiting for me. This is Paul. What are the two things? Imprisonment 
and affliction. How's that for life? How's that for being a follower of our Lord Jesus Christ? <laughs> I don't think I want to sign up for that. I know. That's why most don't. Affliction and imprisonment. In the 21st chapter, you remember, that's what I asked you actually to read last time. Read the 21st chapter. That's where Agabus said, take your belt off, Paul. I'm going to wrap your hands up. And he's like, and he, through the Holy Spirit, he prophesied, it ain't going to go well for you. It's not going to go well for you. What does Paul say? <laughs> Thank you for the warning. I ain't going. He's like, no. This is what I'm called to do. I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to be in this position. I know that flies so much in the face of everything you hear preached in what pretends to be churches all across the country. Because if you join up and make Jesus your buddy, then he'll do buddy things for you. And he'll make your life a little better. And you, your kids will obey you. And they'll, they'll have good jobs. And uh, the neighbors won't step on your lawn. And, and you'll get the promotion. And all of those wonderful things will happen if you just make Jesus your buddy. Oh, they don't say that. Listen carefully. Listen carefully to what is being spoken. In obedience to God, Paul went to Jerusalem, and despite the danger, but his prayerful, dare I say, prayer-filled hope was that he would be delivered and be with them in Rome. It's a question. It's not rhetorical. Have you ever prayed for something, asked your spiritual BFFs to pray for something, you fasted like you saved $200 on your grocery bill, fasted, and what you were praying for didn't turn out the way you had hoped? Anybody? Okay, not too many hands. So all y'all, all you all know, you, you when you pray, you get you you know, it's, it's, you need to go to Vegas. Okay, you go to Reno. Lord bless me. City church. If we're honest, if we're honest, oftentimes what we pray for what we hope for doesn't come about. Why is that? See, as, as the writer said, you don't have because you don't ask. And when you do ask, you ask for things for you. You don't the, the asking, the praying, we, will, we might append, we might put a little religious twist on that, but too often we don't 
it really isn't about God. It's, it's, it's kind of like, I want this, 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 in Jesus' name, amen. Then it doesn't happen. You get mad at God. Get mad at organized religion. Get mad at the dog. Get mad at any number of things. Because what I was wishing for didn't turn out the way I wanted it to turn out. I am learning. I'm not, I'm not 100% there. But I am learning that the focus of my prayer, our prayer, ought to be on knowing and fulfilling the will of God. Instead of praying for a laundry list of stuff, God, every morning, part of my, my, my prayer devotion is, God, allow me to be an incredible witness for you today. What does that look like? I have no idea. I have no idea. But I put myself into that space so that when that opportunity intersects, it neither catches me off guard. I just, again, I look at my daughter Diamond and I know she's his manager, at, at, where she's managing, uh, and she deals with people on the daily. And if you pray that, everybody you intersect with life, I could be an incredible witness or I could tell you where to go. I got two choices. Oh, it's got to be that extreme? It doesn't have to be that extreme, but it's on that continuum. Am I, you know, I know we like, well, yeah. That's, 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 that's so terribly profound. Um, think about what you just prayed for before you came here or while you since being here. What was, again, what, Think, I, I mean, really, let's get there. Let's go there. What did you pray for? I want a promotion. Why? Because I need more money. What do we pray for? Think about what we pray for. I, I know, that's just so, and that's assuming we prayed at all. Uh, our prayers aren't a Christmas wish list. It's, it's, it ought to be a desire to align ourselves with the holy. Paul gets it right, right here, when he prays and solicits the prayers of others. As he says, read it, read it for yourself, right here in the text. So that I may come to you with joy by God's will. By God's will. He frames this petition by saying, look, this is what I want. This is why I want it. I want to be refreshed, mutually refreshed and blessed with you all. And I want to go to Spain. But this is a God thing. Or really it's no thing at all. 
this is what I want to do. God, listen, listen, God, God. Have you ever had those conversations with God? I mean, not, oh, our Heavenly Father. It's like, no, look, God, this is Mark talking right now. In case you're dealing with Iraq or some other war or something, it's like, this is where I'm at. This is the issue I'm dealing with. This is what I want. This is my heart's desire. My heart's desire is that it aligns with your will. I'm not Christ, but just like Christ, regardless of what I want, whatever you want, let it happen. Here's the tricky thing, though, or here's the interesting thing is, whether I say that or not, it's going to happen. God's will will be done. He will accomplish his will. It's kind of like the mafia with the piano wire, kind of. It's like, we do this the easy way, we can do this the hard way. No good thing will I withhold from you. Not one. Jobs, marriage, health. No good thing. But what we tend to do, you don't do it, but what people tend to do is go pursue those things we think are good and then get, try to get God to co-sign on the backside. We go do this and then say, God, will you bless this? He's like, I had nothing to do with this. Why am I going to bless that? This, this is not me. I'm closing. I, I, I am. And you can tell I'm closing because I got all about seven words here. But Diane, she knows. It's like, that don't mean nothing. I said, the God of peace be with you all. Amen. The God of peace be with you all. Paul's benedictions and his sentence prayers are sprinkled throughout his letters. And as I like to joke, it's like that. That, that kid's cartoon, uh, it's like that dog, you know? It's like, squirrel, you know? It's, 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 that's what Paul does. He'll, he'll riff on something, and squirrel, he'll insert a prayer. That is his, that is his spiritual rhythm. He, that's, what, that's how he's dialed. He is, di he is in a constant, you know, Scripture speaks of pray without ceasing. Paul prays without ceasing. Squirrel, prayer. Prayer. What's man? You Tourette's? Prayer. No, prayer. I'm praying without ceasing. He could be riffing on anything. And we saw in the fifth and sixth verse and the thirteenth verse of this chapter, and in uh, chapter nine, verse five. Last night, and again, I am closing. Uh, last night we had again as I shared we had the, the marriage ceremony folks were kind in their comments it was nice it was it was very nice but in every situation anyone tried to infer or direct any attention on the role that I was given mine was just to serve the food that's all just serve the food that's 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 my serve the food it wasn't about me it's about him it really wasn't about Lachey and uh, Jack. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. It's about him. 
And so in every situation where they were attempting to infer some kind of, oh, that was wonderful, it's just like, pray for me. Just, just, just pray for me. That God's will be done in my life. That I stay the course. That I don't grow weary in well-doing. That I, that I do what I've call, been called to do. No more, no less. If we would just do what God asked us to do, that would be not only enough, that's all he's asking. I look at this, and Paul is essentially presenting God and peace is the opposite side of the same coin. God, flip it over, peace. God, peace. God, peace. So you know I always have a question. It's not rhetorical. Not Samuel L. Jackson, what's in your wallet? But what's on the opposite side of your coin? Whoever you are, what's on the opposite side of your coin? Better yet, don't answer. Ask someone who knows you. It's Paul's sincere desire that peace, Uranus, shalom, hesed, flows through and is in all of the believers at Rome and at City Church. They say, chicken's good. Ain't God great? Let's pray. Our Father, our God. I'm eternally thankful my soul from hell. So anything, anything you do for me on this side of eternity, I just want to thank you. I want to say thank you. say thank you. Thank you for grace. Thank you for multiple chances to get it right. Thank you for air in our lungs. Not to pursue what I want to pursue. But air in my lungs to exalt your holy name. And I get to do it in what I do, what I say, 
how I interact. Thank you for the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit and uh, the knowledge that uh, things didn't turn out the way Paul wanted them to turn out, but they turned out exactly the way you wanted it to turn out. Give me the wisdom to be knowledgeable, thankful, and willing to stand in that space. You're good to us, and I thank you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Stand, let's go home. Audrey, can you sing that song, please? somebody